Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to continue our talk from last week on how we think differently, part two. <laughs> double symbol, <laughs> yeah. if only. I went with the double symbol. If That'd only. be great. Maybe we should install them here and here. And I'm telling you, that's my ultimate drum kit. I want my drum kit split down the middle and on both sides of me. Because when I play drums in my mind. You're playing double mm -mm, symbol. mm -mm, mm -mm. Yeah, it's out to the side. It's not in front of me. Not like this. No. No. Mm -mm. You're out here. I'm out here. That makes sense. Jamming. So it's like a two, it's like a one part, two part. Maybe there's magnets in the middle. So if I needed to really solo hard, I could, they're on wheels. I could push it back together. Magnets would combine back to one drum kit. Okay. And then I could kick it in the middle and it would split back into two. Okay. I think people would be into that. No idea. Okay. Are you asking chat GPT? (laughs) I'm like, why are you typing? Um, Anyway, y'all, welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for making us part of your week. Um, Our podcast is a weekly conversation between TJ and myself about emotions, rhythms, marriage, parenting, faith, drum kits. (laughs) All sorts of good stuff. Um, it's a place where we laugh and sometimes cry as we try to find language to live a full life. And you are in the right place if that is what you want. If you're to laugh and cry and find have language, language to live a full life, and yeah. if you want to hear Brooks' inventions, yes, you're also in the right place for that. Okay, you have a lot of them. Do you want the drum ad first, or do you Ooh. want our regular ad first? Uh, I'll take the regular ad okay. first. Is so, it also? It's written by a robot. Yeah, all our ads now from now on are written by robots with little to no editing. Editing. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Here's okay. I want to tell you how I got to the advertisement. What was the prompt? What was the prompt? How much would each episode cost if there were 160 episodes and the total cost was 32? ChatGPT does its thing. Wait, 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 wait. We're on episode $32, one. meaning like yeah. a t-shirt. Okay, okay. So if you bought a t-shirt, if you wanted to support the podcast, okay, which okay. we would love for you to support us. Yes. And you wanted to pay per episode. To listen. To in listen. Theory. In Got theory. It. I'm with you. I'm with by you. By buying one t-shirt. <gasps> okay. For $32 or $36, depending on where you're going. Okay. You would pay. Get, you know, can no, you, please don't ask me to do Do you think like it's... That. Just take a guess. What would that cost I still be? don't know if I fully understand it. How many episodes could I listen to... 160. This is, this is episode 160. Oh, I'm assuming I'm listening to all you of listen them. To all and I'm of only going to buy one shirt. Yeah. How much would you pay per episode? Not a lot. Well, guess. I don't want to guess. Come on. I don't know. Come on. Please, please just guess for me. I really please, don't want to guess because I don't know. And there's no freaking calculator on my iPad, which is doubled up strong feelings. <laughs> there is no way right now you're going to guess. 12 cents. I have no idea. Oh, that's close. 20 cents. Okay, cool. You'd pay 20 cents per episode if you listen to every episode and you bought one t-shirt. Nice. So with that information, okay. I asked our ad ad person. Our new our new hire. Our, our new, new hire. Can you write a podcast ad based on that equation, based on that equation, encouraging people to buy a t-shirt from our spring collection? Oh boy. All right. Ready? Yeah. I should find like a robot voice to read this stuff. Mm. That exists on like TikTok. <laughs> Hey, podcast listener, do you love our show and want to show your support? How about doing it in style with one of our awesome t-shirts from our spring collection? Not only are our t-shirts comfortable and stylish, but they're also affordable. In fact, we've done the math 
and figured out that each episode of the podcast would cost just 20 cents if you bought one of our t-shirts for $32. That's right. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can not only support our show, <laughs> but also get a high quality t-shirt. Not 20 cents. <laughs> what is he in the, is it 1920? For the price of a cup of coffee? But, that's right. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can not only support our show, but also get a high quality t-shirt you'll love wearing all season long. I bet it was even cheaper then. Plus, our spring collection has a variety of colors and designs to choose from, so you can find the perfect t-shirt to match your style. So what are you waiting for? Head over to our website and check out our spring collection today. And remember, each t-shirt you buy not only supports our show, but it also helps continue to bring you the content you love. Thanks for listening and happy shopping. Wow. That was pretty good. Chatty. So the collection is open yeah. till March 15th through mm -hmm. March 15th, which is really March 16th by the time I wake up and take it all down. So mm -hmm. I give like a little buffer there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, honestly, like if, if you want to support the podcast, if you want a great t-shirt, that's a reason to buy. Yes. Solo. Great t-shirt, quality, they'll last forever. I have shirts that are over a decade old in my yeah. closet. That's that's one reason to buy a t-shirt. Okay. The other reason is... It, it is the literal best way to support the Walk and Love podcast. Mm -hmm. So if you want to pay 20 cents per episode, <laughs> and buy a shirt. Um, yeah. It allows us to do what we do. So, oh boy. Can you write a podcast ad for a drum set on wheels that's magnetic in the middle? That's <laughs> all I, okay. that's yeah. all I gave I mean, it. Technically, it's listened to two. I, I guess it doesn't. Should I add that? I don't know. Did you pre-read it or no? No, I'm of course a, not. Well, okay. I just, I didn't know you were talking about drum sets. Oh, I didn't either. Hey there, fellow music lover. Have you ever mm. wished you could take your drum set with you wherever you go? Well, now you can with our drum set on wheels. This innovative drum set features magnetic technology in the middle, allowing you to easily detach and retach pieces for easy transport. And with its sturdy wheels, you can roll it wherever you need to go, from mm. gigs to rehearsals to your friend's house. But that's not all. Our drum set on wheels also features high-quality sound and a versatile design that's perfect for drummers of all levels, whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out. You'll love the wear. Our drum set sounds and feels. So why settle for stupid stationary drum sets? <laughs> Does it say no, it doesn't say stupid? You can have one on wheels. Head over to our website today and check out our magnetic drum set. You won't find anything else like it on the marketplace. That's true. Thanks for listening and happy I, drumming. I highly doubt there's any actual drum sets on wheels because when you play them, those wheels would have to lock into place so hard. Yeah. That, th that it wouldn't move and start to gravitate <laughs> away from you. But maybe the magnets keep it together. So as long as your your stool's on wheels, you just move <laughs> with it. <laughs> and you see Matt <laughs> drumming with <laughs> his double, double kick flying, like just, oh, there he goes. A little to the left. Oh, he's, oh, he's back. It's like a little crab. Anyway. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to read a review okay. that a real human wrote and okay. not a robot. All right. Um, so title of the review... Oh, so you're a gum chewer. Five stars. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Each episode gives you a real life look into daily life of a family striving to follow Jesus in a world where comfort is so easily found. They not only make you laugh and cry from laughing so hard, obviously. Brooke and TJ give practical tidbits on reflecting how you desire to live your life like Jesus. Not only do they give you the language to live life to the fullest, they also give you hilarious stories to remember and not take life so to remember to not take life so seriously. Highly recommend more than five stars, but I guess five stars will do. Thank you, Brooke and TJ, for being a bright light in the world. Okay, I love you. Bye. Anonymous butt clencher via Apple Podcast. Wow. Well, the old enum. <laughs> what was Anon that from? BC. Who was that? Somebody. It was, was Phoebe there. Who? Okay. 
part of me says it okay. actually happened to my dad. But then the other part of me is like, did I just read a meme of it? I don't know. I think this happened to my dad. <laughs> I have no I idea know. what you're talking about. About Anon writing all these amazing things. <laughs> no. Okay, so I think it happened to somebody I know and not just like an internet thing. Like a today years old when I learned. I think it was him. And he was like, man, this Anon guy... <laughs> Like, just writes killer stuff all the time. And then my mom was like, you know, that means anonymous. Like, they don't know who wrote that. It's like, ah, oh, that makes way more sense. That <laughs> adds up. Crushing it. All right, Brooke. Classic Anon. <laughs> Sounds a little inappropriate. Anon? Well, what was, oh, Adnan. What was the guy's name in oh, that? Oh, yeah. Uh, serial, serial podcast? Adnan? Adnan. 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 Did he do it or did he not do it? I don't know. The ultimate question. That is a good question. Um, not one we're going to answer today, though. No, but you could answer it in our community page. We, yeah. Did I'd, you listen to Serial back in the day? Back in the day, season one. Yes, I never listened past season yeah. one. It kind of got that it changed. Went super, but, super viral. And what do you think? Do you think he did it or not? Yeah. Okay, so community page is up. You can join it. Anybody can join it. Yeah. It's free. Um, not for us, but for you. <laughs> Oh, we got to add that into $32. All of our expenses divided by. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay. Community page. You can go there and post sort of like Facebook, but with all the, without all the other stuff to distract you. Oh, your grandma. Um, but I would try to encourage you like first person to the page. If they want to say this serial thing, yeah. you listen to serial. I listen to serial. Here's what I thought. Next person, just comment on that post. Don't make a new post that's like, Here's I listen I to Serial. Here's what I thought. So I would much rather see like threads, threads of so comments. I can, I can so like I can catch up read quickly. In real time. Yeah. Then like a million different posts all talking about the same thing. Yeah. Just a thought. Um, but you can join via the show notes or walkandlove.circle.so is the website. Mm -hmm. um, but it's been really great. There's like a sort of, there's, there's a place to talk about episodes. There's a place to introduce yourself. There's a place to, um, post podcast memes if you hear anything like then mm -hmm. you want to make a meme about it that's the place for it and then random which is basically whatever you want and then there's a live chat that's not really so much live it's more of just like you know one big one ongoing big like ongoing message. group chat that you can jump in and say something and then jump out and come back later and see yeah. you know, reply to all that kind of stuff. so it's been really great we've really enjoyed seeing you guys interact um i love it because i can click as an admin i can click on the membership page Mm. And I see all of your pictures that you've uploaded and it's like, and they're bigger than they are on Instagram. And it's like, okay, yeah. Like they're real people listening to the podcast. Like I, I know not just robots. I know that to be true. It's not, not just Anon and his Anon friends, uh, <laughs> Anon and the Anons <laughs> playing on magnetic drums. <laughs> I'd support that. So have you guys ever seen this band Anon and the Anons? They play Ew, on... <laughs> you say it twice. <laughs> it sounds inappropriate. Then it sounds inappropriate. Anon. But that doesn't sound as much like a, a name. That sounds like anonymous. Anon and Anon, um, they're drumming duo. They both play on magnetic drums. Whoa. And in their and show, so then they, you, they're you like... you sync them all. For a mega drum. And it's like a quad. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, okay. I'm into um, it. So yeah, I, I've, I've been really encouraged by that because it is, you know, it's... You know, I'm just doing this here in our bedroom with Brooke, and <laughs> sometimes it's like, is this is weird, you know. Uh, um, saying it that way is very weird. 
<laughs> but no, um, I don't think all of it's weird. But it's helpful to see that real people listen. Yes. And that's why the reviews help. And that's why I like the community page. I really wanted to do that. Um, so go join that. And uh, we'd love to have you over there. No segments today because we're in collection week. And so mm-hmm. it's... All of my brain power has gone into that. <laughs> to writing words for that. Um, true, true statement. How was your week? It is collection week. So go buy a t-shirt. I'm going to say it every time. Sure. Yeah. Bring it up. Um, my week was good. It was heavily spent doing that. Am I in the right time frame zone that last week when we recorded, your sister was on her way here? Is that the same weekend and the same time? No. 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 We're off. I'm off a week. Yeah. There's a whole week in between. <laughs> Apparently my week was great. I don't remember any of it. Um, right? I don't know. Yeah. No. They, they had just... We recorded on <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> I know. But today's not... Okay. Anyway. Anyway. It was good. No. I, you're right. Okay. I'm right. They didn't just leave though. I knew I was right. They didn't. They weren't coming. They were just... Oh, where are they coming? No, they were yeah, on their way. They were on their way. And wow. And this is what I'm telling you. Because right now we're recording on Sunday. Which is off. Which is off. We normally do Thursdays, but we were launching on Thursday, so we didn't right. record. Oh, so wow. anyway, they left Saturday. It was a whirlwind of a trip for them, but because both Steph and Kyle are pilots, um, Steph literally flew the plane home, which yeah. continues to blow my mind. And then we got ready for the collection. All And like, we honestly... Yep. I shot photos of real people. Did we already talk about this? <laughs> I'm so confused. You sure? I'm 100% sure. You double check those dates right now. Because we... Hold on. My uh, my iPad does have a calendar. Normally, I listen to the podcast during the week to, to remember what we talked about. This past week, I have not. So you might be I kind of sort of listen to it. Double stories. But you're here for it. You're here. Anyway. I don't know what I did other than getting ready. We got super ready for the podcast. Or for the, for the, we obviously did not get ready for the, the podcast. podcast. We did get ready for the collection. Yes. Because we launched the subscribers on Wednesday. I don't think you talked about the photos and then everybody on Thursday. Okay. And now it's still open. So go buy a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, I'll just go buy a t-shirt. <laughs> um, it was all really great. We put in a lot of work and effort, yes. which I'm very proud of us for. Stuff that we have. I feel like, and I think this is a true statement. I feel like I actually checked everything off the, hey, it'd be nice to do this before we launch list. Uh I think I checked everything off for the first time in like two and a half years. And that felt amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I'm still capable of doing all these things and making all this happen and like showing up for our business because I believe in it so much. So that was really cool. Um, Other than that, we were just like, I was trying to scoot my chair in, but my the legs, the swivel legs on my thing are <laughs> swiveled the wrong way. There we go. Um, yeah. I, the, literally, I think that's all I did. Yeah. Right? A hundred percent. Yeah. We, I'm like, uh, we sat at our computer so much. That we went we, to Chick-fil-A. We did go to Chick-fil-A, uh, which I'll get into. Um, but yeah, like, uh, and maybe some of you can relate to this if you do big projects, but you get up, get to a point when you're doing like a big pro, like a singular focus project. Yeah. That like it's like you go a little nutty at your computer, and I feel like we hit that this week. Oh, we had a day <laughs> where we were, which again typically doesn't happen because of kids and childcare yeah. lineup and all that. But the stars aligned, mm-hmm. and we had it. We I did the math. We were side by side at our computers for over seven hours. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. again I don't think has happened in almost three years. Yeah. 
for that length. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we were a little loopy yeah. by the end. And Brooke is a computer user slash talker. So Brooke oh, is- Oh, I talk to my computer? Oh, <laughs> all the time. Well, she supports me in my job. <laughs> no, you're so- not talking to her. You are talking about what you, you're talking to yourself about what you're doing. Mm. Like you are literally saying, I'm going to go click, click, click. Okay, now I'm going to go over <laughs> here. Okay, let me go say that. Okay, where did I put that? Okay, mm. it's over here. Oh, what folder is that? That's what did right. I call Why that? Why did I title it? Yeah. Then? Retitle. For seven hours, which I loved. I Maybe absolutely, that's why you went loopy. Maybe a little bit. Um, but usually when we're doing the collection, we always try to like not put the pressure on us to have dinner ready and all this kind of stuff. Oh, every single night. Make every a full night meal. Every single night just because it's that's just hard. like it's too much. And we know so that. So I suggested we went to Chick-fil-A. So we went to Chick-fil-A. Which we do anyway. We probably do like once every other week. Uh, every Yeah, maybe every three weeks. It yeah. comes and goes. It kind of depends on how once many gift cards every we week? have. I mean, that's a possibility. Once every two weeks. Anyway, normally. Once every four weeks. It's, it's very real. Uh, All right, let me normally, throw this one at you. Once every five weeks. Oh my word, we're still going. Um, <laughs> normally, can I keep going? Can I keep going? That is such going? a deep cut of The Office. Is it though? I feel like it's. I don't feel like people. Well, it's not the community page. Mm. Do you get that reference? Yeah. I, we, I do think we've explained it before. Yeah. But anyway. Normally, when we go to Chick-fil-A, we order in advance on the app. Please stop. If you get through this story, that'd be great. We got a podcast to talk about. Oh, my goodness. I don't have to tell this story. Um, Normally, we order on the app. We go click, click, click. We order in advance. We say, I'm already at the restaurant, even though that is a bold-faced lie. We are not at the restaurant. I just want my food ready. But June was adamant about standing in line to order from the real person. She just likes that part. So we are in line. We are ordering. It's not very busy. So it's like us. There's like two register, three registers open. We're in the middle one. And the register to the left, I'm going to let TJ take over. I've already ordered my stuff. I have a baby on my hip and I'm start. I'm looking at him and I'm like, what is happening? And I'm kind of starting to walk away towards a table. But he has entered Chick-fil-A to order. I'm going to call him Slater. Okay, sure. Okay. Slater loves surfing. For sure. Slater rarely wears a t-shirt. Yeah. Slater definitely has leathery skin from Mm. being in the sun so much. Yeah. But he's also only like 20. 27, maybe. Maybe. Slater may. I also feel like he he consumes a certain version of plants, maybe. Yeah. Slater definitely, he's a plant, he's sort of on a plant-based diet. But not a. (laughs) But not (laughs) Not with what he eats, mm. just with what he inhales. Yeah. Okay. Um, he may or may not live in his van. Yeah. There's a p- p- there's possi- a high chance he lives in his van. Um, I also don't think he's ever been to a Chick Fil A. This is on Slater's. This, this is Slater's first visit to Chick Fil A. Okay. But he's psyched. And let let me say this: Slater might live in a van. He might inhale plant and exhale it on a regular. But he's a great dude. <laughs> he's just living his life. He's just living his life. He's psyched. To be at Chick Fil A, yes, which we can, which we experience, this guy walks <laughs> within a very sh- close Slater distance. Up. Oh. Watch on YouTube. You <laughs> see me look at the menu. Oh man! All right. Well, hey. <laughs> you notice this is the lady How in front are of you. Yeah. Okay. Who oh. is this like super kind oh, kind of yeah. bigger woman? Man, I never been here. And she's like trying to get his yeah. name. And are you dining in? Yeah. Or are you ta- like she's trying to ask All him information? Right. Well, 
Oh man. Okay. Uh, I'll take a chicken sandwich. You guys <laughs> like that? Okay. Uh, would you like the meal or did you like a, yeah. 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 Oh man. Like what comes with the meal? Oh, fries. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. I'll take a fry. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, what kind of drink would you like? Oh no. I don't know, man. Uh, oh, ah, uh, bro. I'll take a Coke. Yeah. Okay. A Coke uh, with your meal. And then, um, would you like any complimentary sauces? Oh, are these all your sauces, bro? <laughs> this is not an exaggeration. Let's go. Oh, man. Do I just take them from here? Because they're, they're like glued they're down li- to the They're top lined up on top of the, <laughs> the beverage. The beverage thing. Oh, do I just like, like. No, no, no. Just let me just, know. You can have up okay. to three. Which would you like? All right. Okay. Uh, well, I think they're like, I got to go Chick-fil-A. Is yeah. that good? Uh-huh. All right. Uh, oh, honey mustard. <laughs> Let's do it. And uh, I don't know. Maybe like a Polynesian, yeah. bro. Like, <laughs> no, my, you missed my favorite part. Okay. He he asked for the Chick-fil-A. Then he asked for the Polynesian. And then he goes, ah, oh, mustard. <laughs> and he put his arm up in the air like, oh, honey yeah, mustard. Honey mustard. That was the ending. And I was like, I'm walking away right. before I laugh Slater. at this human. So. so Slater was jazz. I think he took it to go. We didn't see him in the restaurant. Yeah. He probably ate in his van. He had to check on his plants. <laughs> For sure. He's growing some plants in his van that he had to check on. <laughs> but that was definitely a highlight. Oh, for just sure. Like- so all week, kid you not, this is one thing I do remember about all week. Many times I have said, mustard, and put my arm in the air like, do Righteous. Righteous. Honey um, mustard. Okay. So that, that's really the only recap we have from mm-hmm. the week. Yeah. Uh, other than yesterday, oh. yesterday was Sabbath for us. <laughs> and so... Well, it was yesterday. It, was, it rained... Off and on all week pretty heavily. And like yeah. when it rains, we don't really love going in the water because it can kind of be murky and the murk attracts a large fish that will eat you in half. Yeah. So we don't, we just avoid it. Yeah. Um, not that that's going to happen, but. Right. Got to play I mean, safe. Could, but. <laughs> hey, we're oh, all gosh. good. Uh, my nightmare. Um, <laughs> no, my nightmare last night was that I fell asleep while recording the podcast <laughs> and I could not wake myself up. You're oblivious. Like nobody knows I'm asleep. Okay. But I'm asleep. So your eyes are open or? Mm, I'm not. I mean, I think I was laying on the table, but I think you just <laughs> like no thought knows. it was fine. Oh, okay. I was like fooling everyone like when you sleep in school. And then I woke up and I was like, All I have break. no idea what TJ's talking about, but he's been talking this whole time. I got to just jump in like I know something. And that was, and then okay, I woke up. And then you woke up. Okay. So we, so, just, so normally we go to the beach on Sabbath, but just yesterday we're like, okay, it's been raining. It's Let's not. Let's just not do it. So we decide to drive to Lahaina, which is on the west side of the island. Yeah. Um, Maybe 30, 35 minutes to where like we were little, going. There's like a little mall there that has like uh, a splash pad. It's Quote literally just like a fountain in the middle of the mall. It's that, like a kid's area though. Yeah. It's like a climbing tower yeah. and, and some places to sit. And our girls love it. And so... And we knew Daisy would love it. She's and, never been. And so we decide that that's what we're going to do for Sabbath. Just get out of the house because that's like always been good. That's a good rhythm for our family to like get out of the house Sabbath morning and do a family activity together. Yeah. And so we go, we're having fun in the splash pad. We stay way longer than we thought. And we're like, all right, let's go. We start to drive back um, and we hit traffic. So there's only one road that goes along, along that side of the island from Kihei to Lahaina. We yeah. In Kihei. And traffic stops and we're like, oh man, this does not seem good. Yeah. People start driving the other way, kind of out their window, doing this like giving us the like hand motion, hand just motion turn around, of like, turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around. We don't know what that, like, I know what that means, but I'm like, okay, like, Turn around like you can see far ahead of us and you literally know we need to turn around or you're uh, just suggesting. Yeah. 
Um, and so we wait there for maybe like 20 minutes. We let least, kids unbuckle, yeah. like we're not moving. And so then we're like, all right, let's just go back to Lahaina. I'd rather kill time back in town, eat something, walk yeah. around. We had our swimsuits. We could have gone to the beach. Then just didn't sit have a towel. there. <laughs> we had one towel. We had one towel. <laughs> then sit there for what could have been. I mean, I've heard about that road closing yeah. and it being like two to six hours. So we turn around and we don't have service where we are on the road. Correct. So there's we no have to turn around, but go back to Lahaina to look it up. There's been an accident. I guess the default is when there's an accident on that road. Unfortunately, it's usually a fatality. So they have to like shut down the whole, their default is like they shut down the road. Mm -hmm. And so we learned that like the road is closed. You can't go. So we're in Lahaina, um, but we didn't have like our full beach stuff. We didn't have sunscreen. Like we just weren't as prepared. Well, it's cause I didn't think, yeah, we I thought, thought we were going to a splash yeah. pad for an and hour. And so we, we I only had three diapers. <laughs> we hung around there for seven more hours yep. <laughs> until. So we went to a food truck and we got food <laughs> we and then we walked mall. through this other mall I didn't know existed, which was half empty. <laughs> and our kids, like, we went back to the splash pad. <laughs> we, yeah, we and, went downtown, saw the oldest banyan tree on the island. And then we did all sorts of yeah, stuff. And then we sat and still sat in traffic. Like the traffic, the backup is so extreme that even after waiting seven hours and then the road opened at 5 p.m. and we didn't leave until 7 p.m. to head home. Yeah, we were it just like still, giving it time over an hour of traffic that we sat in. And so yeah. I go to church this morning to teach Sunday school. And I'm like, hey, how are you guys doing? They're like, oh, we're kind of tired. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Like, I was stuck in line all day. <laughs> like, oh, so are we. <laughs> and so it's just like, <laughs> and so then I learned that like any accident on the road, they just shut it it's down. A default it's a default close down. Because normally it's like someone's died. Yeah. And they have to like fly in a helicopter to get to them. And like that's right, this whole you, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now I know. Don't go to Lahaina if you have plans in the afternoon. But I just kept thinking about all the people that are like. Well, the sweet lady over here is a conversation between TJ and I while we're standing under the giant banyan yeah. tree. And she was like, oh, well, she like joins in, you know. Oh, well, did you check the Maui 20 or Maui, Maui 24 seven Facebook group or something? They said it's going to open at five or whatever, whatever. And she was like, she kept going. And then I was like, I know, well, we live in Kihei. So I'm, tr we're, I just want to go home. And she's like, well, I'm paying a lot of money for a nice hotel room over there right now. And I would like to be there. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that adds like, up. Uh, everybody All was I like, could... let's do the Heine for the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they'll never do it again. All I could think of is like the airplanes landing, like, mm -hmm. like not even someone coming from the Northeast, which is just a, a hard trip period. But like, let's just say someone coming from Denver. Sure. Sally, Jake and their two kids are okay. coming from Denver. Yeah. And still a travel day. It's a nine hour flight. Right. They land. Yeah. They they're have, pumped. They're pumped. They're pumped. They have they a got, rental car or an Uber. They got a, they got an Uber. It's ready to roll. It's in the parking lot. They are booked at the Kanapali Shores. They're okay. just going to stay there. They're sure. super stoked. The kids are just tired enough that if they get to the hotel quickly, mm. they can put them down for a nap. Mm. Rally. Rally and then enjoy the night. Okay. Nope. Nope. So like those dreams on fire. But how would they know? You don't, unless the Uber driver had some sort of like, like which they might have like yeah. an app or something. One of those like user generated ones that like people can yeah. like flag things. Um, like what do you, you do? Wouldn't. What do you do then? Just drive around with I, your... If that was us, uh, that's hard if you don't know yeah. the area at all. Yeah. If we knew the area we were going to, I would have said, Uber driver, please take us here instead. Yeah. And that we're going really to kill time here, yeah. but like you have all your luggage, like, Oh, I know you're I probably just, not in, well, I guess you have your luggage. You could change, but yeah. I overheard somebody else at the mall on the phone. I don't know what to do. We're stuck here and I've already put my leggings on. <laughs> and she's like walking up and down the mall. And I was like, are you trying to get to the airport? 
So many people must have <laughs> yeah. missed their flights. 100%. So. so you were like a standby's dream. All these people. Yeah. Oh, not- yeah. That's a standby's dream. You're getting first class on that flight if you're a standby. Because nobody showed up. Everybody's stuck in line. Huh? Anyway. Or they're stuck in Kiev trying to get their luggage from line. Anyways. It's a whole, it's a so whole that was our whole stuff. day. That got, was our day. And honestly, like, it, like there were parts of the day where I was just like, I had my Radiate Joy shirt on. I was like, just mm. do it, TJ. Like, you're just going to be here. You have nothing else planned. This is Sabbath. Like, it was we honestly really like a lesson in Sabbath planned. that just like, it can be something different than what you expected and it can still be restful and peaceful. Yeah. And I, and, and then the other thing was like, I know that like the 20 minutes from like 10 minutes before we get home to bedtime through bedtime through bedtime are not going to be great. <laughs> like kids are tired. They're emotional. They're so they have tired. not been there all day. Like we they, didn't have a stroller. Yeah. I didn't have a baby carrier again, <laughs> thought we were going to a splash pad for an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, joke was on us. Um, yeah. and so it was like, I, I feel like always having those conversations between you and I of like these next 20 minutes are not going to be great. So like, let's not get mad at each other based right. on what's melting down in front of us. Let's just get through it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then in the morning they'll be back to normal and, yeah. and they were. And so it was, yeah. it was great. So <laughs> that was the other thing that happened this week. But the Too big thing later wasn't over there. Slater would have just really like, I mean, I definitely saw some Slaters by the Banyan oh, tree and sure. I smelled them too. Um, <laughs> so, but it was great. And <laughs> Yeah, it was just a good, good, good week. So today we're going to continue our conversation yeah. um, from Integrated, from the first talk Jeremy Pryor gave to us at Integrated about the six way. So his main thing was like, be a part of a conspiracy. We kind of mm-hmm. went over this last week and I'll just touch on it real briefly. Like, you know, if you homeschool your kids, you're part of a conspiracy. Like that there's a better, that there's way, a better or a way or a different way. Or if you yeah. start, if you run your own small business, you're like, I could do this. I'm I can do, do this, this a different yeah. way. I can, you know, live my life a different way fitness, health, like we, we are all probably part of many conspiracies in our lives. Let's think differently and see how, like, see how it goes. It. And, yeah. and a lot of, um, like innovation and sure. Slayer Slater has quite he a few. He might be the leader of some sort of tribe. I don't know. <laughs> um, and so, so Jeremy kind of talked about these six ways that we think differently specifically for the integrated group. But I feel like integrated has been such a huge, sort of um inspiration to the way Brooke and I live that mm-hmm. it's like that this is the way we think differently too. Yeah. And if you're on if you're listening to this podcast, there's a, there's probably a good chance that you want to think differently too. Yeah. Um both in the way that you do your lives and raise your kids and talk to talk to each other and communicate and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I feel like what's <clears throat> little side rant just about integrated or even the concept of it. I feel like there's these things in life. I don't know what to call them. I'm going to call them like markers or like flags. Waypoints. In the ground, in the sand, whatever. Like these moments where I'm like, oh, I can pinpoint back to that. That's when we started thinking differently. Mm -hmm. Or that's, I can separate like my life before that and my life after that. And it's really cool because I feel like we have many versions of those every time you go to somewhere like here. Yeah. I can be like, oh, that was like before that integrated. Mm-hmm. And then that was after that one. Yeah. And that's just, that's really cool. And that's the power of doing something like this repeatedly yep. because it, it gives you those kind of markers in time, which is, it's just really powerful. Yeah. And I, I won't, I won't, I won't hint at it, but I want to, don't, um, please don't. but I want to, I know you do. And you I'm want not. to hint at everything for all of time. Oh, of course. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe let's have a conversation about it first. Well, we have. Oh, which one? Your thing. My thing? Your thing. Alone? <laughs> no, what did I say? By, By myself? I said, I said that earlier today. Um, 
<laughs> so number one, number one was rhythms over goals. Rhythms over goals. Number two, and again, you can listen to last week's podcast. Yes, one fifty nine. Uh, team over the individual. Mm, number that was good. Number three, integration over balance, and number four was assets over career. And so we didn't get into four. We didn't get into four. So that's number okay. that's number one for today. Number four from the list. Ooh, it's like backwards Star yeah. Wars. Uh, number four is number one, but number one is number four. And the last three are bad. Um, <laughs> so a career path and asset development has an inverse relationship. Okay. So so you think of it just like, so you want to develop assets. That's like real estate, investing, like things that gain value over time. Right. This is a really generic definition. Okay. In the hopes that like your assets then can be a part of what you do as a multi-generational family. Like you don't yes, want to just you'll continue to use them to like reach the goal, whatever yeah. the family goal is. Okay. And so a career Pause. It, are all assets financial. Like that's what we're talking that's about. That's what we're talking about in okay. this regard. And okay. for number four, yes, definitely assets are financial. And okay. so like we talk about real estate a ton in the group um, because it's such like it's a asset that, you know, gains value over time, rich right. dad, poor dad, all that kind of stuff, like super valuable asset mm -hmm. to have um, in most cases. Um, but at a career, so so he, he kind of lines out two different paths. So there's a career path and the asset path. Okay. A career path at 50, so you're years 50 old. years old. So for me, that would be 12 years from now. Yowzes. What? Yeah. I'm sorry. I know. That does not feel that far away. You do yeah. not seem that close to 50. That means I'm only a year and a half behind you. <laughs> June will be 20. Yeah, because I had it. That feels it. further away. Yeah. That's weird. Anyways. So on the career path at 50, you're probably the busiest you've ever been, which makes sense. Like you started a company or you start at like a level, you know, you're like a entry level position in a, in a, let, let's say you work in a marketing field. Okay. At the beginning, you're an entry level position and then you, you know, and maybe you're a content creator mm -hmm. and then maybe like you manage content creators and then you're like, you manage all of the marketing department and then like, you know, you work your way up and then mm -hmm. by 50, you're working as a VP of marketing for X or corporation. Yeah. Which is a for super- For Magnet Drums. For Magnet Drums, you're the VP of marketing. Okay. Super high level position with a ton of requirement, like a ton yeah. of responsibility. So yeah. at 50 now, you have the job that you've been working for your whole career- yeah. But now you're the busiest you've ever been. Yeah. The asset path is you're building assets for your family so that at 50, you actually have the opportunity because of these assets that you've built mm -hmm. to work with your family, mm -hmm. with your daughter who's 20 on her on, on her business right. or something she wants to do for her family. Right. And so it's this like sort of like, which 50 sounds better or 60 or 65. Like, you know, like I, I don't feel like at 50, I'm going to have a ton of assets, but I don't know. I don't know what the 12, next 12 years hold. Right. But, um, you know, so maybe it's 55 for us or 65 or whatever, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Like I haven't been buying real estate since I was 18. Like some super geniuses are, which is like, <laughs> why, why didn't school teach me? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, and so, so can I ask, and maybe, maybe it was yeah. talked about, maybe it wasn't, it, I'm assuming it wasn't because these people are already in this group and that's who this talk is for. But like, how do you get assets without a career like that? Well, you start a business, you work on your own business, you, right. you, you steward your financial responsibilities well. So like you some steward your, it's a mindset thing. Yeah. Like so like I have a friend stewarding it. Woo. 
towards asset and that sort of thinking. Yeah. So like I have versus, a friend who he, he lives in Pennsylvania. He has been buying real estate since he was like 21 years old. That This whole time he's been doing that, he has also been working a full-time job. But there will be there will come a point right, but some that some of his full time job money is going into those. Yeah, 1, it's all percent. funneling here, so that at one point, so so while these assets are like not really cash flowing or whatever, yeah, you're, you might be supporting your family some other way. All of us in Integrator are doing that through our small business, right? And then it's like all of a sudden this small business has less responsibility because these assets are now worth. Yeah, they're they they are. You know, specifically with real estate, like they're cash flowing positive. So like I'm living off of these assets yeah. and now I have all this time or in the right. career path, I'm living off of this great career that I have. I'm making more money than I've ever made, but, but you is, have to put in that much time to yes. keep making that much money. And so Maybe we are time. all, yeah. this is why it's a conspiracy. We are all taught to follow the career path. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and some of us may have experiences with our parents where our parents weren't around because they were so busy mm. with their high paying job. Mm -hmm. And so there's, so there's this question of like, which one, you know, and again, I'm not saying you have to do one or the other. Correct. Like you don't have to be part of this part of the conspiracy, mm -hmm. but there are other options. I think we're taught one way all the time right? forever, yeah. or at least in this sort of current experiment of the Westernized family and I don't feel like it's turning out well for people. Mm -hmm. And so that's why Integrated has become such a huge source of inspiration for us because it's given us another option. Something that we felt in our bones has been given language to actually mm. like, you know, yeah. test and experiment. And, and I was listening to this podcast by Donald Miller recently, um, or he's, he's a business made simple podcast. Great, great podcast. Mm -hmm. But in the episode, he just kept talking. He kept using this phrase, chasing curiosity. Yes. I think and, you mentioned that last week, maybe. No, I mentioned just, it on my class. That's where you talked yeah. about it. I was like, I heard you say this. And <laughs> I just love that phrase. Mm -hmm. And so like we started chasing curiosity with taking a Sabbath. Yeah. And now it's led us to this path of rich, full, joy-filled life that we mm -hmm. would have never experienced if we weren't chasing curiosity. And so I'm not telling you, like if you have a great career that you love and you don't want to run your own business, I'm not telling you that that's the only way. Right. But I'm saying that there is sort of this, like there are two paths, yeah. career path and asset path. And which one do you want to go down? Right. Now they can kind of cross over, I think at times. Yeah. Um. And so, but just that, that image at 50, what does that look like? Are yeah. you the busiest you have ever been or are you, can you have peak integration with your family mm. at 50? Do I have more, do I have more time for my girls who are just starting out to figure out what they want to do with their lives or, or the job they want to have or the yeah. business they want to own or whatever, or am I maxed out capacity wise? And all I want to do is come home and sit down and relax at the end of like a super stressful long day. Yeah. So it's just, that's the question he, he pro he proposed. Yeah. And, and one thing that he said, especially cause like, this is a question that a lot of guys ask is like, what if my kid doesn't want to do what I do? Mm. And he said, and I love this line, I don't want to force my kids to to do the work that I, I want to force my kids to be with me, but I for sure want it to be an option. Mm. And I want it to be such a, that, like such a like sparkly option. Yeah. Like oh, I yeah. get to do what dad does or I get to do what mom does. Like, yeah. absolutely. I want that to be my future. And I think we've lost that a lot. Like, and I think that's why. Oh yeah. Cause that's the super. Cause the alternative is, is the super individualized. Yeah. Like, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not going to ask my girls, what do you want to do? Like their mission and calling in life is not the same as mine. 
Like I'm not going to force mine onto them, but there, yeah, there did used to be this like passed down knowledge yeah. trade type stuff yeah. that like, maybe it's not what they do forever, yeah. but maybe it gets them up on their feet yeah. and going to figure out the direction that they're headed. And, that's, and it gets them part of the family team and the family mission. Yeah. Um, and, and Jeremy said this, when you start stewarding assets, well, it attracts ch the children to work with you. Mm. And, and honestly, that's what I want. I want lifelong relationships with my kids. I do not want them at, to end at 18 yeah. or to fizzle at 18 and become this like, you know, twice a year bump where I talk to him, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was good. And that one was definitely much more geared towards sort of like the financial business stuff, which yeah. is not something that we talk about a lot a here. A lot on here. Yeah. Um, but, it, but it is about, it is like, so if, if you have the two different mindsets, the career, the assets, the assets mindset, it's all about multi-generational. Yeah. And like, that makes it feel even better and more different because it's like, how do you pass on just a career? Yeah. Three, yeah, three like, generations down. You know, like, uh, like let's, my, my, let's, my grandkids are my great grandkids and I'm not saying they have to take our actual business and run it literally like we do. But what That's if there's not what I'm hoping to pass down. Something there for them to then go right. start their pie shop. Right. No, we have a different idea. Go ahead. Tell them. Am I allowed to Tell say them. the name or no? I think so. Again, Brooke and I, I'm a, I'm a devout Christian, <laughs> but I married Brooke, um, okay. Okay. <laughs> who's hella Please. Christian. Yes. Um, so there's a different level of holiness here. Okay, um, sure. So let me just preface that by, but <laughs> the other day, I'll, I'll set you up this okay. time. <laughs> Our go-to Sabbath dessert yes. lately has been Rice Krispie Treats. They're so good. They're so good. They're easy to make. Easy to make. Did I mention they're so good? They're so good. They're, they might be my favorite treat. We, we did ice cream for a long time, and now we've yeah. kind of transitioned into we're in a crispy season. So but they're also gluten-free, which is great yes. for me and June, who sometimes eats that way. Yeah. And so I was just in Austin, and I went to this place called Voodoo Donuts, mm -hmm. which was very tasty, and the donuts were I wouldn't massive. have gone there as a Christian, but yeah. it's fine that you That's did. Yeah, and I prayed before I walked in and prayed after I left. Um, prayed while I ate the donut. Um and so <laughs> I, I didn't know it was a chain, but people messaged me. I was like, oh, I love that. Like, and I was like, oh, yes. this must be a chain. So then I had the idea the other day while you were making the Rice Krispie treats, mm. why aren't there, why isn't there like a Rice Krispie version of like a don't like a chain yes. donut shop? Like there's duck donuts, there's Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Like why isn't it's there like the, like this add your own topping yeah. style. I don't know what to call that kind of. But it doesn't even have to be that way. Like Voodoo Donuts, I didn't pick. Like that's true. That's they were true. just all pre. Like right. like it's like an art. It's like gourmet, fancy, fun. Gourmet, fancy, a like little bit I'm, outrageous uh, rice krispie. Oh, a thousand percent. It's like the it's like a the size of a brick that would build yes. your home, and it's eight dollars. And yeah. like, I don't care because half of it's dipped in chocolate, yeah, and there's yeah. Oreos mixed in, yeah. and it Peanut like butter, it's minty yeah. and okay, it's this yeah. and it's that. I would go <laughs> to a shop like that. And so. Tell them the name that you came I up with. I would like to name it Crispy AF. But <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what AF stands for. You can Google that not around your children. But it just, I would go to that shop. I would I would cover my kids' eyes as I walk in so they don't read it and go, what does that mean, mom? I say, it doesn't matter. They're delicious. Crispy is fun. Crispy <laughs> as fun. <laughs> but anyway, someday... I'll so, be taking investors. Yeah, don't, AF. yeah. <laughs> another brick invention. Hey, <laughs> well, we didn't think we'd have segments. Assets, today. baby. <laughs> so we're making assets. We're mo <laughs> assets with a Adnan, a non. <laughs>
Assets AF. Um, <laughs> all right. So number five um, in the six part thing that will probably last. 40 part series. Nine episodes. That we're breaking into 47 parts. <laughs> it's like the Harry Potter movies being two movies for the last book. Yeah. Um, outposts over cribs. Okay. So we believe that our physical outposts, physical houses are outposts for the kingdom of God. Crib meaning a house, yes. not a baby crib. Yeah. Okay. Inside the house is where everything gets integrated. Mm. As, you, as you are building assets, we are thinking about our house being a place to taste and see the kingdom of God. There I are definitely that. seasons where your house will be a nest or a retreat center, but don't get confused about heading toward an outpost. God is inviting people we should be inviting people. Your house should be an expression of your unique family culture. When people walk into your family, they should walk into a theme park for your family. Mm. I hope that God turns off the spigot of blessing when we stop being one to the, uh, when we stop being an outpost to others. Mm. And so the reason for outpost is like, and, and I may have mentioned this years ago in some integrated talk was that Jeremy was looking for so there's there's tons of stuff about family in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. He's looking for something in the New Testament, and I'm going to butcher the story. Sure, but the the only the the main picture that we get in the New Testament of, of believers is Paul and Timothy, like single missionary dudes. And mm -hmm. so Jeremy was really wrestling with this at one point of like, am I not le not, not stepping fully into the Christian calling mm. by being a married man with the the responsibility of a family? Mm. And so what ends up, you know, again, I, I don't know the references, so excuse my naivety. It's okay. But there is a verse somewhere where it talks about the the Christian family being the outpost for the missionary, like mm -hmm. that you become sort of this like, like if someone, if, if there was no church on Maui, mm -hmm. you know, if there's no church in your town or like you become the place where that, that can begin that, yeah. that outpost for the kingdom of God, like yeah. If the kingdom of God is the main castle, the outposts and the, all the other my, mini castles out mm -hmm. in the land yeah. are protecting the land. They're expanding the land. They are becoming places where the land, like they are flourishing for the king. Yeah. And so as believers, we, we are how our homes should be less like cribs, you know, MTV cribs, um, <laughs> yeah. and more like outposts for the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And, and, and he gets into this later and integrated about just like how like year 10 to 20 of being a family is like when you really start to figure that out yeah. and have language for that, which has sparked some really interesting conversations between Brooke and I. Um, and so there are seasons like we're definitely in the season of young kids. And so outpost is probably not the best way we would describe it, but right. moving towards that is our goal. Yeah. You know, and, and it also like you might be in your first home which is not your outpost home. Mm. And so like, don't invest all this time and resources and energy and money into this first home to build your outpost. And then all of a sudden you have, you're like, oh, well, this wasn't it. Right. And, and Jeremy was like, I've done that. And mm. I ruined the resale value of many homes doing that. And so, right. um, but it, it, it definitely just allows you to like shift perspective on like, what is this house for? And I love the idea of like, uh, we are thinking about our house as being a place to taste and see the kingdom of God. Like yeah. I love that phrase and I love that the power that that phrase holds over the decisions you make for your home. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all in on that. Anything to add? Uh, not really. No, <laughs> I feel like we'll just kind of beat a dead horse if I just reread everything. And, but I think that phrase got canceled. 
PETA dead yeah, horse. I think all the I think PETA canceled all those phrases. Oh well, sorry, <laughs> sorry guys. <laughs> so we're gonna beat a PETA protester. Right, it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a joke, people. Um, yeah, they. I remember hearing that, and they had like. Other was it real or was it just like a making fun of? No, no. They really wanted to cancel all those phrases. like Any kill, phrase that involved an animal. Yeah, as kill it, a bird with two stones. Can't do that. Uh, you know, I don't know the rest of them. But, I know, but, but I remember more. them giving other examples and be like, that doesn't mean the same thing. It These are mean. terrible examples. Yeah. Anyways, um, you can say beat a dead horse and we cool. can kill two birds with one stone. Uh, Matt killed a bird last night in the girls room. So I cleaned it all up. <laughs> um, he, he did that with his claws and his teeth. He did. Cause we uh, were stuck in my hand all day. So, um, uh, one thing that he like, I have all these like sort of like sub notes within my notes. Yeah. Just like solid gold one liners. Yeah. That Gandalf speaks. Um, <laughs> Shabbat. I'm only six days away from experience. My truest identity. Mm. <sighs> That'll preach. Okay. And um, Shabbat meaning Sabbath, for people who don't know what that is. To cease. Yes. Yeah. Okay, number six. Generations over today, we believe if our kids, uh, our kids get to see us honor our fathers and mothers, it's a very good thing. We believe in generations over like individualism today. Today, our culture is obsessed with how to care for children, but the biblical culture is obsessed with how to care for the elderly. Mm, read that again. Our culture is obsessed with how to care for children, but the biblical culture is obsessed with how to care for the elderly, mm -hmm. and. That. I mean, if I picture like a row, like a long line row of people, and I picture everybody looking, let's say to the right, down at their kids, and I picture what that looks like again and again and again and again, and then I picture a different line where everybody's looking the other way towards the older generation, I just feel like that would create some very different people mm -hmm. in yeah. their honor hearts and yeah. in their lives and in their just like... And that's I would say that, that those two lines would be uh, different. Yeah. It's not the same people just looking the other way. Yeah, and that's not <laughs> saying that like just because a generation is older means they're wiser or they did things correctly and, and we're not because right. later in the week we talked about like Jeremy was like talking about how he went to Asbury and his mm -hmm. like main th thing there was just like confessing the spirit of cynicism that had like reigned over their cult, their generation. Mm. And, and so like every generation has their their terrible parts yeah. and their good parts. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's, a, it's just more of like, we're teaching our family that they are part of something bigger than just yes. them as an individual. Yes. Our family is not a springboard for you to jump into an individual life where it's all about you and all about what you can do and who you are and what you want and all this kind of stuff, which is what culture is just screaming at us and screaming at our kids yeah. at full decibel volume. Yeah. Do what you want, and if anybody tells you otherwise, they are an enemy. Mm -hmm. That is the pervasive language of culture right now, and it yeah. is damaging our families. It's damaging the way that we love each other. It's damaging our joy. It's damaging our productivity. It's damaging everything Yeah, because it is all just super centralized focus, and and we have to fight this off too. Like, mm -hmm. I have to fight this off daily, Yeah, you know, because it, it is. It's pervasive. Um, And so one thing that I love that Jeremy said during this talk was like, we should be parenting our children to be good parents to our grandchildren, good grandparents, mm -hmm. our good parents to our grandchildren. Yeah. Yeah. Which we've talked about yeah. a little bit. Like, like we're, we're trying to raise I'm good trying adults. trying to raise a, a, a functioning, smart, kind, emotionally intelligent 35 year old 
or 50 year old. Yeah. Like I'm not done yeah. when our oldest is out of the house yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And so, so again, so this is like, this is sort of the culture of integrated. I feel like this is sort of transitioned into the culture of how we live our lives. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and it, there may be parts or at of least it. it's a marker in time of like, Hey, we're going to start having this conversation yeah, and, 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 and talk about what we're going to integrate and what we're not. Yeah. And so if like, there's anything we're like not. <laughs> it is interesting, like the, the outpost over cribs conversation for us, that has been like a conversation of like, is that Maui? Mm. Is that Maui or is that someplace else? Does the Lord, like, where does our outpost exist? Um, Explain and- to me the difference between, or, or if you know, outpost is not something that is used commonly in like I don't go to a small group or like a women's thing and we're all talking about our outposts what maybe might get brought up or might be asked is like oh is this your forever home that's a phrase in culture on Pinterest on wherever yeah of like forever home meaning like is this where you're planning to like stay stay I think is it the same is it literally the same physical thing but it's a different mindset I think it's a I think it's a thousand percent a different mindset because our mindset should never be that our forever home is on planet earth. Well, that's you know? very true. And yes. so I, I think we should get away from that language period. Yeah. Like as, as believers, as mm. followers of Jesus, yeah. our forever home is standing in awe of God and worshiping mm. him forever and ever. Yeah. Like, right. But when people ask that, that's what they mean. Like, Oh, you bought a new house or you're thinking yeah. about it. Or like, that's the I, term. I believe is that, this your forever I believe home? that your outpost is like, you know, is the place on planet earth where you want on earth as it is in heaven, where you feel like the Lord has called you mm. to make that place, that area, that region, that city, that town on earth. It. Yeah, as outside it is in of heaven. the walls of your home as outside, well. Like you are the place where life is flourishing because Jesus is near. Mm. And Jesus lives in that home. Jesus right. lives in that outpost. Yeah. And, and and the outpost is from like ancient, you know, castle er- era yeah. sort of language where it's like, you know, and you I ha- just Googled it. It's typically a small military camp or position yeah. at some distance from the main force. Yeah. And so the main, the main, and it's checking in, it's, it's communicating mm-hmm. with the main force talking about what's going on there and if we're advancing and, and where, what we're, where we're taking ground and who we're protecting and all this kind of stuff. And so like us as believers, as Christians, like our homes are that outpost for the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. We are taking ground. We are, we are in a city for a purpose. We are in a region for a purpose and missionaries live with that kind of lifestyle. Yeah. But we have sort of taken it away from just the common evangelical Christian family. Yeah. I mean, I, I, speaking of like those markers in time where you're like, I remember when that was said and I remember what it made me feel and I've never looked at things the same again. Like, so this was leading into my next question. You talking about it kind of being separated, that like culture has separated where we live from like missionaries. Like they're just two different things and they're, yeah. they're, not, they're, they're not connected at all. But then I was also going to ask like, but isn't every home we, I'm talking about a physical home we live in aren't they all an outpost? Because what I'm getting at is what I remember somebody saying one time is that our greatest mission field is under our feet. Yes. It's where we are right now. A thousand percent. And like, you don't wait for some physical no. home to the in like, and there we are. And that's where we're starting to live this way. I, I would say like it, it can, it's both. And like, okay. I would say it's both. And like, yeah. you know, 
there is there are specific things like you know i'll use us as an example okay we lived in a small three bedroom really two in a closet house Quote unquote. in pennsylvania you know which was our mission field like mm-hmm. you know raising our girls to know and love jesus becoming uh you know more like jesus that that is what we wanted to do there yeah there is very little tactically we can do to have radical hospitality or to engage in like to be a place where people can come and find comfort in a house that small like tactically there was like it was hard it was way harder yeah you know here that option has expanded because the house size of our house has expanded but also the region that we live in like we now have this ability to give people the gift of rest that they might not have had elsewhere Mm -hmm. and so that's part of our family mission yeah. Your family that loves Jesus right. seeks rest. Our family yes. mission that we and, and I'm speaking to you, the person listening that TJ and I have talked about. Yeah, we feel like it's something we're called to. We've, yes. and we've we had many think, conversations. This is not a blanket. No, no, no. no. Yeah, like, this is for us. And so, like, mission. if your family mission is like much more evangelical to like let's say a city culture, then like mm. you shouldn't live in rural Ephrata, Pennsylvania. You know, like <laughs> yeah. But yeah. if it's if it's like to raise ethical food that people can consume mm. without worry. And that's like a big family mission for you. You probably shouldn't live in downtown Manhattan. Right. You know, like I do <laughs> think the place that yes. the mission that God has put on your family's heart mm-hmm. to benefit and glorify the kingdom. Again, we are like the moon reflecting the sun, mm-hmm. the, the rays are his glory. And we're just trying to reflect it to the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think that will determine where you live. Yeah. And, and so I do think that like, and he was really like specifically like with developing your outposts, like he was saying, like, don't waste time and energy if you're if you don't feel like you're quite you've moved into that place yet. Right. Because he was like, and he said, it, I've, I've wasted a, I've ruined the resale value of a lot of homes trying to do this too early. Mm. And if I could go back and redo it, because, again, he's I think he's in his 50s. I don't yeah. know. 12 years from now. Yikes. Um, and so he is giving all of us young guys advice on just the ways he did and didn't do it right. And mm-hmm. so that's why it's so valuable. And it's like, that was one of the main things, but I, I would never say that he would be like, Oh yeah, just wait till you get there. Like and, and, right, and at no right. point was he saying that. Yeah. I, I do think that it's sort of like this evolving sort of timeline that you're on this yeah. rhythm that you're on. And, and yeah. but I do think that your physical location, obviously, I mean, God, obviously like we were born here for a reason. Like, you know, like we, we were born where we were born. We were yeah. born into the family that we were born into. Like mm-hmm. there are physical reasons that God put us on earth. And yeah. so, you know, I think, I, I think we ignore, if we ignore those, we could be losing out on living fully yeah, for him. For sure. Um, so yeah, I think that answers your question. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I just feel like that's what I would have asked years ago. Like, okay, so am I supposed yeah, to, am I just wait. supposed to move or am I supposed to wait until it's like my forever home? But what's crazy is like, you, you know, know, we are having this conversation like, we never had this conversation in Pennsylvania. No. And I would have easily told you that, oh, like this isn't the place we're going to live forever. Like, right. especially after we start having kids early on, I'd be like, oh yeah, we could live here forever. But the second we start having kids, we're like, no, this is not it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, but now we're having it now in a place that's probably more suited right. for us to live forever. But, but because we want to be a team on mission and we want our kids to inherit that mission or to be a part of that mission in some way or yeah. add like, like, or expand that mission, mm-hmm. then the conversation becomes much more less about the current situation we're in right before us. And it be like, it becomes less about the tree 
and more about the forest. Right. And it's like, yeah, that is so helpful. And it so allows helpful. us to have <laughs> harder conversations with less sort of like emotional, like tenseness to it. Yeah. Because we can just have open palms about it and be like, Lord, where do you want us to achieve or to walk in this walk walk in faith in this mission mm. where do you want us that to be for that yeah it, it feels like it takes all the like pressure off it does for me you know and, it's, and that's uh, um, that's something that is not typically the easiest for me like yeah. the total unknown the i don't know what's happening or where we're going or what we're doing like that typically makes me feel very swirly and i don't i don't feel like that at all. even me just sort of mentioning like Five years ago, if I have even just mentioned like, oh, this has had Brooke and I have conversations of whether Maui's for us forever or not. Like that would have made you tense up almost immediately. Mm. And and I just said it and you were just like, yeah, like I that's. Mean, I don't the- know. I've said, I've said that since the beginning because we've, ha- yeah. we've had conversations without all this specific language, but we have had conversations of like. And that's where it's like all connected is like, if yes. okay, if we're living in rhythms over goals through those rhythms, we're going to figure out. Or who our team is and yes. what our team is purposefully here for. Yeah. And once we figure that out, we're going to integrate them yeah. over balance. Yeah. And once we figure that out, well, our integration is going to lead to wanting to build assets instead of careers. Yeah. <laughs> and that's going to allow <laughs> us to, our assets are going to then allow us to build outposts for the kingdom of God. Yeah. And then that is going to allow us as an outpost, think of the generations to come. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's all connected. It's all connected. You know, and it and it allows you to live with such clarity of purpose that I have never had before. Yes. And I've been a follower of Jesus since I was a teenager. Yeah. Even, you know, basically my whole life, but really since, it, you know, yeah. early college where it was like actually stuck. I mean, for Brooke, she's still naming her <laughs> stores with bad words. So I don't know <laughs> if it's stuck yet. <laughs> And so, yeah, it's just like, and, and this is, this is the brilliance of sort of this group and, and, and the conversations that we have with this group is like, man, I feel like we've been let down a little bit by. Oh, culture, past, the church. Yeah. And I'm not school. a guy that's like, ah, oh, church is bad. Like, no, oh, you know, no, like, no, not at all. Uh, you know, no one, I don't, I think it's mostly out of negligence. It's never out of malfeasance. Like mm. most things in life that are, that I feel like are wrong. It's never like. Oh, I'm like, I don't think it's someone actively behind the scenes being like, I'm going to be evil. Uh You know, does that happen? Absolutely. But I think most of the time it's just negligence and like generationally, it was just negligence that like, we've kind of lost some of this structure because there was an easier path. And so it was like, oh, let's just try this, you know? And we've done that. Like people do that in their day to day lives. And so it takes effort and conversation and openness of heart to really pursue these things. Yeah. Effort for sure. Yeah. And a little bit of courage because like when you start telling your family, oh, we don't really do stuff on Saturday. Like that takes courage. Yeah. What about this? What about this? this? Yeah. Um, Aren't you worried about them? Yeah. I'm like, yes. Yeah. That is why. (laughs) That's why we've chosen. I'm not worried about their soccer skills when they're 38. Yeah. Like, can they function as a human? (laughs) Again, does soccer help you? Yes. Don't DM me. Just using it as an example. Unless you want to DM me for a discount code to buy a t-shirt. If you've never purchased. Okay. Here we go. We're just going to jump right into this. All right. We're done with that. We're done with that. Be gone. (laughs) (laughs) If by some miracle, I feel like it would be you listen to this, but you have never purchased. Wait, it's the same amount. It doesn't matter. It'd be nice to know. I I have a discount code if you've never bought before, but it is the same amount as Pumpkin Boy. Yeah. Pumpkin Boy is the current discount code for the podcast audience. Use it. If you shop, 
if you want to pay per episode of the podcast that you've listened to and you've listened to all of them, it's 20 cents to buy one t-shirt, which again, like we don't do advertisements because you guys buy t-shirts. If every person who listens and to this support pod- other things we do yes. but right now, the yeah. thing that is you can support is the shop. But if every open. person that listens to this episode right now buys a t-shirt, it would be the hands down best selling collection we have ever had. Yeah. And it would just be amazing. And so you can do that. You can save extra with the code pumpkin boy, <laughs> all one word, obviously. Um, uh-huh. and you can do that and through the 15th, really the 16th in the morning, if you live on the East coast. Right. Or really. Yeah. Wow. That was a good episode. It was. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. And we met Slater. So good it's a marker in time. Our... We're never going back. We're never going it's now back. just before Slater and after Slater. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening and thank you for being here. And if you are here, we know that you guys want to find language to live a more joy-filled life Mm -hmm. and that is really awesome so kudos to you for doing that yeah all right i think that's it okay Okay, i love love you bye. bye